BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man you know needs what? a doctor. Yeah, I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, <laughs> So we've gotten the chance to play a shit ton of Call of Duty World World uh, World War Two, World at World War Two, World Two. The World at War was the original World War Two one. That was like the last good Call of Duty, in my opinion. Yeah, but this and one not. has been surprisingly enjoyable. Brings it back home with a lot of new elements added to it. We got to give my a, favorite part. Yeah, definitely. We got to give a big shout out to Raul uh, Rodriguez from the Wholesome Hoodlum podcast. We had him on our last weekly episode and he gave it a shining review which pretty much led us to purchasing our copies of it yeah we had to go out you started it you went out you were like i got it now i gotta go get it (laughs) and uh right as i got into it i was like very surprised with the multiplayer being a lot different with the um destiny style main lobby yeah i I enjoy it yeah i like it too we managed to go around already and find some of the hidden shit that they have in the headquarters area of multiplayer. Yeah, the good iron ball, hidden Easter egg. It's a hard one, people. Range. It's easier with a buddy. Jesse had to do a part of it that I couldn't do. Yo, I so. can squirrel <laughs> my way on top of that uh, bunker anytime now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're up there today. You fuck. <laughs> Another quick shout out to our good buddy, Mark Miles who we had on a bonus episode last week that hopefully you got the chance to check out. If you haven't, go download it now. We got to talk to him for a little bit about some of the new music he's releasing and his homecoming concert, which uh, that was it was a lot of fun talking to him. Hell yeah. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. But before we go any further, let me just introduce this show. Welcome to American Slack Podcast. And as always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. Uh, let's start this out with a warning, people. We got some shit changing coming to December, and we want to give you a warning. Yeah, we're going to be changing some of the processes, the behind-the-scenes shit that we do with posting our episodes up, and hopefully nothing will change on your end. But we're putting this warning out. If you see us vanish from your playlist, just search Slacker in the iTunes search or Stitcher or whatever you use, and you'll surely find us. Make sure you stay subscribed. We also want to give a shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Starting off with Dave Gunn. Love you, man. Thank you for the support. Hell yeah. Thank you, Dave. Also, Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette podcast. Go and subscribe to them. Hell yeah, they got an awesome podcast. And they're great guys. Fucking check them out. Yeah. Very entertaining. And we also have Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am podcast, another podcast you should be sure to go out and subscribe to. And now we have our pod shout out of the week, which we pick live Ooh. here on the show. Drum roll, drum roll time. And what we like to do with this is we will post a uh, tweet up with our most recent episode. It will be pinned to the top of our profile on Twitter. And anyone who re- any podcast that retweets it out or podcast host, 
who retweets it out will get a chance to get a shout out on our next episode. So I have the list in front of me. We got eight to pick from. Matt will pick one through eight. I think last time I picked number five. This time I pick number one. Number one. Oh, and actually, I'm very happy that you picked them. This is Stranger Than Podcast. They're at underscore Stranger Than. I love love Stranger Than. They're always liking our stuff on Facebook and stuff, too. Yeah, they're great. They actually sent us a direct message with a possible illustrator that we can contact as well. So they're always helping out. They're they're very worthy of winning the pod shout out of the week. I've got to say, I'm very happy that I picked number one. <laughs> Me too. And their description, a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. So make sure to go subscribe to their podcast, The Stranger Than Podcast, and also follow them on Twitter at underscore Stranger Than, the underscore first. Don't forget that part. So Matt, what do we got coming up in the show? Well, we're going to start out with our bizarre news, as always. Then we got the Thanksgiving game. And Jesse's up at bat, so we'll see how he does. And then we got a bunch of tunes for you to listen to while you're uh, trying to dodge your family members during Thanksgiving. (laughs) So yeah, stick around. It's going to be a fun show. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. This time we're talking about Las Vegas and how they have the first marijuana drive-thru in the country. Ooh, god damn, that's beautiful. That's get, beautiful. You, you, you're picturing McDonald's of weed, aren't you? Yeah, like I was just going to say, like before you said that, I was thinking about the drive up first part. Like, is there a menu like McDonald's? Like you pull up, you're like, oh shit, I want the number one. Yeah, the... Uh, it's an eighth of sour diesel. The NUWU, which Nuwu, maybe, Cannabis uh, uh, Marketplace. Uh, Nuwu. It's located <laughs> on tribal land uh, near downtown Las Vegas. And they plan no on having law. a one-lane drive-through that's open to the public. It's like a bank teller uh, window, essentially. So cool. And yes, they will incorporate the headsets so that you can order ahead of time and like order ahead and then pull up and get served. And <laughs> they're saying that this will really <laughs> help people who are elderly, people who are disabled, who you know would have more trouble getting out of their cars. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I, I, I'm calling that that's going to be a lot of teen use too. I can only imagine. I w- like, well, not teen, but 21 is the age, right? Yep. I wonder if yeah. they're, like, I would think it would be nice for them to put a sign there that says, like, please come inside if you can use the drive through if, like, if you need to. If you need to. So it's not like, yeah, just like they got a mega operation ready to produce out that drive through It's just that, like, for people that really can't get out of the car. Right. And in terms oh, of, like, man. security, <laughs> they have, uh, like I said, a big, like, bank window. It cost them a pretty penny, too. I want to say it was, like... Like, bulletproof was, and yeah, shit? Yeah, it was a bank teller window. It cost $30,000. They got it wow. shipped in. And, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so I got bulletproof glass framed with bulletproof Kevlar material. Not as friendly as I was imagining it. I was imagining <laughs> you pull up, it's like, welcome to news, and, like, you make, you make your order. And they're like, would you like blunt wraps with that? <laughs> Yeah, all not right. quite. It's going to be way $30 more dollars <laughs> They don't want anyone pulling up and being like, give me all the weed. Yeah. <laughs> give me all there. those weeds you got in there. It's also going to have two surveillance cameras, uh, both on the inside and outside of the windows. So they got That's their important. security on lock. I think it's a cool idea. And they're saying it's uh, the first in the country. Yeah. 
I would imagine. I've never even heard of the concept. It's amazing. <laughs> Beautiful thing. Yeah, it's. I I can't wait for the day because it's funny. They said that they modeled this off of the uh, place across the street that I guess has a drive-through. So they're like, you know, why not? Oh man. Well, uh, if you if you want to read more about this, we're going to be posting that weed article up on our Facebook page as we do every Monday. So you can read more about that if you're interested. Well, I mean, the McDonald's in our next story should contemplate getting one of those $30,000 windows to protect their employees. Because two women decided they were going to jump in the drive through window and assault a manager after they didn't receive their chicken nuggets. <laughs> hangry. This is a case of hangry. Oh, I don't know. It seems a bit more, man. This all occurred in Indianapolis. And the police are looking for two women. After they climbed through the drive through window, when they were refused to be given McNuggets because they didn't order or pay for them, according to the manager. And he even reprinted a receipt to prove it to them. <laughs> so they're claiming now, that they ordered nuggets that weren't ordered? Yeah, yeah. And nah, <laughs> the woman was like, you can buy more, but you have to go through because they were at the second window where you can only pick up. So she, they had to go around and go to the first window to pay. To pay, oh, okay. So she can't help you. She cannot, you know, take your money in anything. I'm surprised. So, that, well, there's probably not money in the register there or something. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just, yeah. It's probably just like a tablet or something. But yeah, so it got violent real quick. These women jumped in there. They're beating the shit out of the uh, employee. They knocked over an iced tea bin. Like they got those giant, like, you know, 20-gallon iced tea jugs. Oh, knocked shit. That shit over with one of the registers. Had the fucking guy hanging out of the window beating the shit out of him. I just, I just really feel bad for this manager, man. It's gonna be. He sticky doesn't get paid enough with all that oh. iced tea. <laughs> all that iced tea. I just oh, better I hope, hope it's not sweet. Yeah, God no. Fucking feet are never gonna fucking lift off the ground again. I'm surprised that it came to that and that it wasn't like, you know, okay, I'll pull around. Like, if you really yeah, want the no. nuggets that bad. No, no, no. She told her, you know, have a nice day, and she tried to, like, go away. And when the, uh, tried to help other customers that were at the front counter, the, uh, the woman started honking her horn and then got out and banged on the window, and that's when she jumped in. Wow. So it's like, she had no chill. Yeah. She, no, she, this was rage. So yeah. Not hangry. It's just straight rage. <laughs> Crazy. With, with an H at the front. The worst part is they had no security video because there's, like, construction going on currently. Oh, man. So all they have is a video somebody recorded that was in the car behind them because they couldn't believe this shit was going and on. And they're just screaming world star throughout the entire thing, so I don't know if that's going to be usable. World star! World star! <laughs> uh, isn't that what you have to do legally? Yeah, you, I think so. A fight and record it? If there's a, yeah, if there's a fight going on in front of you, you have to scream world star. Speaking of brawls, we're headed to Detroit, where the investigative unit of the Detroit Police Department... Needs to get his fucking shit together and slap around a couple of their cops who are pulling undercover stings on each other. We had two God. undercover <laughs> operations trying to bust each other, leading to a brawl with fists flying and glocks being pulled while neighbors just stood by and kind of shook their heads. Oh my God. It, it was basically, you know, one cop walked up to the other one and they were trying to like sell each other drugs that neither had. And they decided, all right, get on the ground. I'm busting you now. And the other one's like, oh, I'm a cop. And they're like, no, you're not. And then they fucking started all brawling. 
this is just cartoon. This is poor training in the department. I'm just imagining all the cops that like saw this story and are just like, what the fuck? This is this is our cops that give us bad names. Now there <laughs> there is a body cam uh, footage of the incident, but they haven't put it out yet. Fox Two Detroit, uh, who we're reading the article off of here, said that they're gonna try and get their hands on that. So I want to keep an eye on this. The yeah, one of the crazy, residents man. was quoted as saying, "You gotta have better communication." Yeah, there's always been issues with communication between different branches of law enforcement, though, throughout history. I mean, the whole thing with the FBI, CIA, like, they're all against each other for a while. Right, but this like, is in the same, this is in the same city. So, I mean, I could understand, yeah. you know, a place gets too big. Like, if you work at a large corporation, you might not know everyone who works there. But, yeah, I don't know, maybe divide up the turf so you don't run into each other or something. There's ways to handle this. Maybe they're worried about corruption, so they didn't want to expose to the uh, the like local precinct that this was going on. No, you, who knows? You know what it is? I got it right here. Code word. If you bring up <laughs> so, if you bring up the code word, then you know that the other person's a cop. It's got to be something weird, though. Something that you can huh. still work into conversation, but it'll be the code word for you to like know that oh, this other person's a cop. I'm thinking like kumquat or something. Like, man, you ever had a you ever had a kumquat? be like who asks about that true true that is yeah then they'll be like, like oh shit he's, no, i don't think i have hatch. i'm gonna i got somewhere to go <laughs> catch you later so that's that's the you gotta figure this shit out ahead of time though so you're not brawling in the street trying to bust each other for crimes neither of you are committing well keep it up with the madness in michigan we have a 62 year old man who's uh arrested after police received a report of someone speared Covered in blood outside of a uh, Western Michigan gas station. <laughs> is is he okay? Basically, oh, he was all right, but he was uh, a little bit drunk. <laughs> Mason County Sheriff's Department was uh, questioning the man Monday afternoon after seeing blood all over an adjacent trailer as well, and that's when the man bum rushed one of the deputies and fell on top of him. <laughs> that's horrifying. Someone that is covered horrifying. in blood, fucking charging you. Yeah, and just fucking landing on you. You just go, oh, 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 what is this blood? Well, they later learned that the blood was from a dead deer. Because uh, there was three other men in Doesn't this trailer. Doesn't make it okay. <laughs> that appeared intoxicated. This is the best part. Three other men were in this trailer and appeared intoxicated. And uh, that's when one of them decided to walk an officer over to the ditch. Where a dead deer was uh, sitting. And it had chunks of meat cut out of it. Oh, it's just homemade jerky. He's just, you oh, know. yeah gutting it in a fucking ditch in his backyard. Oh my god. Like, what the fuck, man? You just, like, see, like, a deer that got hit, and you're just like, yeah, that looks good, I'm gonna cut it up and smear it all over me. What did he walk across like, the street to the Sunoco for? Was he just, like, needed a Reese's or something? You know, I don't know, man. It doesn't say why he was lingering around the gas station, but I mean, obviously, we're talking about a man that needs to be evaluated. He could be suffering from schizophrenia. We don't know. You know, he's just completely out of it. In my opinion, anyway. Yeah, you would, yeah, I, I'd assume, you know, man covered in blood. He probably doesn't know what's going on, really. But still, that no. that would scare the shit out of me if he was charging me. So they, they arrested him, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. He was charged with resisting police. And uh, he's getting an examination December 6th, apparently. I don't know why it's taking so long, but huh. we'll see how this turns out. Hopefully, we can get an update and figure out what's going on with this gentleman. And hopefully he gets the help that he needs. And at least to get a shower, hose that fucker down. Oh yeah, fuck, <laughs> sanitize that bitch. Well, 
I don't know. I don't know what's grosser, a uh, guy covered in deer blood that you're taking into the station, or the man in our next story who has overwhelming gas to the point where it shuts down his interrogation. Oh my god. Oh. In, in, in Kansas City, Missouri, a man was charged with drug and gun offenses, and investigators had to leave the room during his his uh, interrogation because he was farting up a storm. Oh my god. I just feel bad for the cops in this scenario. Like, fuck. He must have How been loaded up. Talk? It's a serious offense. He loaded himself up with beans or something before going and getting busted because he was just letting him out. It sounds almost in a comedic Where'd they get him? Del fashion. Taco? Yeah, because he was... He was, like, asked for his address, and the 24-year-old man leaned to one side of his chair and released a loud fart before answering. Now, <laughs> you, and I, you and I both know a couple of people who would Aww, be... One of our good friends. Yeah, would definitely do that. Would absolutely do yes. that. And think it's yes. hilarious. Yes, and I would crack up hysterically. <laughs> so, I yeah, the man continued to be flatulent to the point where the detective was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And he dipped out. Yeah, that's that's one way to get out of being questioned. Uh, he was still had to appear in court on felony possession of three firearms and intent to sell cocaine. That's no joke. Those are some serious charges. I'm surprised they let off just because of some gas. <laughs> no, I mean, he. It, they probably had him. They probably knew what he did, and they were just trying to get more information out of him. But it's like, if you're not going to cooperate and you're going to make me suffocate, I'm going to need to fucking up out of here. You're not helping yeah. yourself with these farts, young, yeah. young blood. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck no. Well, I, I got a question for you. What's that? How do you think his flatulence would uh, stand up against the family of bears? Oh, okay. Is he, locked it, is he locked in the room with them, or is it just Yeah, like... he's locked in the room with them. And, uh, well, here, how about this? One bear, just a cub. But mama bear's watching, so maybe she takes your fart as an aggressive uh, matter, you know, and she gets pissed. He comes in and has to handle you. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering if, uh, like, so you're asking me how how offensive does a fart have to be to drive away a bear? Yeah, do you think this man had it in him? Sounds like it. Let's start with that. Sounds like he could. it. He could, dri- he could drive away a grown man. He could drive away a bear. We're going to need that guy to step over in Monrovia, California, because our next story is about some residents that have been dealing with a family of bears visiting their house three times in the past two weeks alone. Now, one of these times, somehow, a cub snuck its way through a sliding glass door and fucking got into their, like, sunroom, I want to say this is. Okay. And he starts eating the cat food. He's fucking shit up, throwing shit around. Better than the cat. It's a small cub, but it's got to be probably 100 pounds. And the worst part is that Mama Bear is right outside of a glass window, <laughs> like a glass door, sitting there in a stance, looking, watching the guy that's filming the bear. Like, I'd be, I'd still be afraid room? of the cub. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'd still fuck you up. They have claws and teeth. Jesus. Right. Man, and this family is like just terrified of this shit, and they usually leave the door open a little bit. They have like a wooden prop, so it can only open about six inches. Probably letting the and, cat uh, out and stuff. To let the cat out, in and out, and um, the, the little cub snuck its way in there, man. <laughs> Fat little asshole squeezing in there yeah. to eat the cat food. Well, they, yeah, say, they say, you know, you don't leave food in your car and stuff like that, but now you can't leave it in your house? You can't leave it in, don't leave cat food in your sunroom, people. 
bear will get in. That's a frequent amount of times for those bears to be coming around. And I oh, saw yeah, I saw the one video there. They were like swimming in the pool. Oh my god! Yeah, and that was the guy was like, "Look at those claws!" Like you just imagine him seeing there like the money signs of like the liner needing to be replaced because these fucking bears are just having at it. Oh. And his beautiful, beautiful stoneworked fucking pool. <laughs> I didn't even think of the pool liner. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I want to know if they had to. <laughs> that's when you know you got to move. It's just like all right, yeah. bears have now taken over my house. Well, you know, they are they are pretty sympathetic to the bears. They're like, we're in their backyard, you know, so they're not really too hostile about it. That was the, the cool thing about it. Because you do have to understand, bears are on limited territory, and they, they migrate quite a bit. Yeah, until he sque- squeezes in from that fucking mudroom into the primary house while you're sleeping. You wake up to a bear cat. eating your fucking foot. Oh, dude, you imagine just waking up to a bear chewing on you? They're, they're cute when they're eating cat food and swimming in your pool, ripping up your liner. But, but you're not going to want them any closer than that. No, no. That's too close even for me, man. I've only seen one bear in real life, and it was in a car when it was it ran across me at a highway in Florida. Oh, wow. And I, was, I was like, man, I never want to encounter one of those in fucking on foot. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'd be mad if I was those homeowners, though. They're, they're being very quite sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, I would be a little pissed. Well, we're moving on to someone who's very pissed. A uh, woman who discovered oh, her husband's affair worse. on an oh. airplane on an airplane flight. This story just keeps hitting. And the airplane had to be grounded because of Jesus. her assault on her husband. That's the worst place to be when you have any type of bad news break. You are isolated to a metal tube. 10,000 feet in the sky. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was the exact premise of snakes on a plane. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> the worst things happen in the air. This, this was a different version of snakes on a plane. This guy, this guy was being ah! a snake. Yeah, there you go. And the, <laughs> then the woman found out. She used his sleeping thumb to unlock his smartphone and discovered oh! he was having an affair. She's the snake. Can't, can't Damn, sleep. They're all slick. snakes. Full of snakes. They're all well, snakes she was, on this plane. Now it would. How's that work? If if he was not guilty of anything, would she be the asshole? And like, if he and since yeah, he was guilty, of we wouldn't know. He's the asshole. He we would never know. This would never be a news story. Like she would have never told him. But well, yes, she would be the asshole. But. She she got very upset in this case because he she she found something on that phone that set her off, and she started repeatedly hitting her husband. After learning about his infidelity, and since the cabin crew couldn't restore order, the captain was forced to make an unscheduled stop in Chennai, India. Oh my god. That costs a fortune when you like cause any type of like incident like that, where you have to reroute a plane. All that jet fuel. The <laughs> yeah. fucking wages of the people on the crew. The woman made such a ruckus, they quoted. Such a ruckus. Such a ruckus. Can you imagine? She's probably slapping him, yelling, causing... You gotta, like, separate such him a ruckus. at that point. But yeah, who wants to sit really next do. to that lady? It's like, oh... You in the front, God. lady, you get in the cargo under the plane. <laughs> we gotta, There's a little we hatch here. Shit down. You just send him there, and then she has the whole seat, actually. That solves the whole thing. That's probably more... Yeah, that's more appropriate. <laughs> I just imagine containing the anger. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta calm someone down in that situation. Ooh. To the point where, imagine. like, a plane has to be landed, you can't be calmed... Like, I understand. It's like that whole thing about, how, like, how much do you want to let go in public? 
Mm. True. Yeah, right. All right, like, I mean, are you going to fight with someone in the grocery store? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on what, what level you're at already when you're going into the scenario, too. Yeah. It could catch you at the wrong moment where you're already elevated at a 7. Right. You're just ready to fucking hammer. You push to Go a, to that 10. You push to a 10, and you're on a train, an 8-hour train ride. Oh, dude. That's terrible. Yeah. What about on vacation? Might have... That's like the worst place. Yeah. Were they like going somewhere fun? Like, what were the... Did it say if they were going on vacation somewhere fun? Uh, it actually... It didn't say where, like, why they were headed, where they were headed, but they did have their child with them. Oh, he has a... Oh, that's They have sad. a family. It's fucked family. up. He is a snake. He deserves it. He deserves to pay that plane ride. They should have. They should have let her beat him the entire way. Yeah, they should have given given her some type of like not not crazy hard weapon, but like a soft weapon that could just like do a little you damage. Got the, you got the magazines there. You can roll them up. Yeah, let her roll them up and duct tape them and just beat the shit out of them. Look at sore. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying tape him down. I was just saying beat him with the magazine. No, I was saying tape the, the magazine, but tape him oh, up too. Okay. That's cool. Tape both of them. Tape the magazines and then tape him up so he can't fight it back. Duct tape magazine. She's just smacking him in the ear the whole time. The so old improvised so, so where they land. So yeah, that that's that's pretty bad. Don't don't let it get to that point, people. Well, I don't know. You think she could be wooed over? You think if he makes a trip to the store, maybe buys her like an iMac, maybe an iPad or something? He'd have to buy her a lot of shit. Well, if you are in the. Uh, the need of buying a new a gift an ipad specifically for somebody that you fucked up with especially in vancouver washington be on the lookout because a woman had recently purchased an ipad and found nothing but a bag of flour in the box <laughs> oh shit yo bait and flour dude oh could you imagine ipads are pretty expensive now like uh, even the basic ones probably what 600 bucks yeah, they're God up there. God forbid she got a pro. She got a pro. It's like twelve hundred bucks or something. Yeah. You right. open that up, nothing but powder, baby. And it's not the powder you want. I thought that was electronics dust dripping out of this. Uh, all that white stuff on the way home. Nope. Ah oh, man, this one actually did cost about four hundred dollars, and it was purchased at Walmart. And they actually returned the four hundred dollars to the lady that purchased it. And uh, which is surprising. I, I didn't expect them to take that. Because what if this woman? It's the culprit. Switched it herself. She got yeah, an iPad I mean, sitting at home. She's got two iPads now. A pantry with one last bag, bag of flour. Oh, yeah, it would yeah, be two. I, I mean, maybe she took the money and ran, but I'd imagine she got two. And uh, she's given the story, you know, she saw the salesman use a key to unlock the cabinet to get it, so it must have been, you know, some type of uh, shit pulled off in the back room there. Yeah, that's and, really uh, odd. Also, she said the plastic covering on the box was significantly stiffer than typically found on Apple products. And I've got to say, yeah, they do put a really thin, like, packaging film over it. Right. It rips really easily. You could, like, just drag a like, credit card across it and cut it. Yeah. It, this you know? seemed more like a uh, repackaging. Probably yeah, one of those ones they slipped like, that flour in there. Oh, yeah, they wanted to contain all that dust. You can't, you know, shifting that box around and it's just, like, emitting a dust. They're like, what's wrong? Is this fucking iPad haunted? Do you think the person who put the flower in was like Indiana Jonesing it, trying to weigh out like how much does an iPad weigh, how much should a sack of flour weigh? It's like pouring a little bit out. Like, you know, letting the flour go. <laughs> I mean, just I'd throws imagine, one in there. It has no. I'd imagine they hand weighed it. There was probably no scientific scaling of any sort, hand but I'd imagine it. it was a hand weight. <sighs> that feels about right. All right, and then the old switcheroo. 
the old switcheroo taper back up. They got some type of commercial sealer. It's crazy. Or that- it's the lady, and she just brings it back all fucking unsealed with a, like a, a similar fucking size box sealing uh, that she got off of something, and fucking was like, look at this, what's around it? This isn't normal. I, I have a feeling it wasn't her. I don't know. For some reason, I'm not suspecting. Maybe I'm cynical. I'm not suspecting her. But uh, I'm thinking, if anything, it was someone who was stocking at the store at Walmart. Or it was somewhere along the line before it got to the store. You know, yeah, I'd imagine it's a stock room. Because you remember Circuit City? Yeah. Back in the day, my mom bought like a really nice like digital camera when they first came out in Olympus. Okay. And uh, luckily, she opened it in the store, and there was a brick inside of it. What? No camera, just a brick. And they were like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And th- they didn't have it, and they gave my mom an upgrade. Luckily, but like somebody had pulled some slick shit and was like, "I need a digital camera. I'm just gonna put this little landscaping brick in here and fucking." What? That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I, I would think that someone pulled off a magic trick if they, like, opened the thing in the store and there was a brick and be like, no, I don't believe yeah. that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was ridiculous. And uh, I don't know why she opened it in the store, but thank God. But firsthand, I've seen this shit. So, so be it's care- not common. Be careful when you're buying stuff out there for the holidays and all that shit. Make open sure it up in the store. When you, Look at when it real you quick. buy When you buy that bag of stuffing in the store, open it at the register. When you buy yeah. that can of cranberries, open it at Pop the register. It. Bring a can open to the store. Be prepared. You don't want to have to buy one when you're there because the grocery store is always way more expensive than when you buy it at a cooking store. And fuck that whole returns thing. Just open it right before they swipe the barcode. Just yeah, open it. That way you just have, eliminate it. You know? There, there's an area where you usually put your little basket near the register. Yeah. Hey, just chuck the chuck the can there if it's it, not what it's supposed to be. Or exactly. You, you, mean, might open that, you, need. you might open that canberry cran. Cranberry can, <laughs> and it's just crayons in there. You never know. Ah, it could the be old a- Crayola in the cranberry can. Yep, oh, it might happen. Be, yeah. You're like you. You're like I guess I gotta make fucking candles or learn how to color. Like fuck this or make shit. Make wax edible. Hopefully everyone's checking their their shit that they're buying for Thanksgiving. And shit coming into the holiday if you're doing that early Christmas shopping. Right. I said it. We got more turkey than you can fucking handle. Because we got a funny Turkey Army clip here. Oh Matt, my god. Matt shined the light onto uh, something that I was unaware of with yeah. wild turkeys <laughs> and just turkeys in general, I guess. Yeah, uh, this is these are domestic farm turkeys in this video. And uh, it's labeled Turkey Army, and it's, it's worthy of that because of the turkey call. It's so epic. It's just, epic is the perfect word. It roars. I wasn't aware that this was uh, something that could happen, but when you gobble at some turkeys, apparently they gobble back. Oh, yeah. It's Mainly, Yeah, more domesticated turkeys. You won't do it to a wild turkey and get a gobble back. Oh, really? Much more quiet. Okay. Yeah, because wild turkeys are more quiet because they just get eaten by predators. I thought it was the wild as loud ones, as, too. Okay. No, nah, domestic ones are loud because they're protected. And they're also usually white. Instead of like the brown, dark colors, they're actually like albino looking turkeys. So if you see one, don't be freaked out. That's the turkey you're eating. But yeah, they're more vocal and especially at certain points of the day. And they'll just respond to everything. Like if you talk to them in a a higher voice, like if you get loud with them like that, they would be like, in synchronization. (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. You get the chance to go to a turkey farm, gobble, talk to them, whatever. You'll have a good time. Do you have the clip ready? I can have it ready in about two seconds. I have it ready right here. Pull it up. 
So that was a guy uh, standing in front of a shit ton of turkeys. And uh, every time he'd gobble, the rest of them would gobble right along with him. We found some other funny ones, too, where a guy was talking to a bunch of turkeys like he was a dictator. And they would all <laughs> like cheer along with him. He's like, tonight we fight. Like, so we're going we're gonna to post that up on our Facebook page on Wednesday, like we do with all of our funny clips. And you can check that out along with the weed article on Mondays. And now... I think we're continuing with the uh, turkey talk here. We're going to play a game. This game's going to feature some Thanksgiving-themed questions with turkey questions as well. Are you ready? I am ready. Bring it on. We're going to start it out about the turkeys. Which president is the first president to pardon a turkey and start the annual tradition? President George W. Bush, President FDR, President Harry Truman, or President John F. Kennedy? You know, listening to the names, the one that for some reason stood out was Truman. So I'm going to go Truman. Ah, there's actually a rumor that it was Truman. But it's not correct. Oh, no. The first president that's, uh, that formally pardoned a turkey was JFK. And he okay. did so in 1963 when he said these historic words of, let's keep him going. <laughs> It's not Apparently, I did. I did find that Abraham Lincoln also pardoned a bird in like 1863, but it wasn't like an official thing. It wasn't like Thanksgiving related. No, no, he just pardoned that turkey. Number two. This is a uh, true or false question about turkeys. True or false? Domestic turkeys can fly. I'm gonna say true. False. You are wrong. Domestic turkeys are more plump. And they uh, they tend to not have as muscle as much muscle in their breasts as like the wild turkey would have. Oh, and, so uh, wild ones can, but uh, wild ones can fly actually can. up uh, as long as a mile and in about uh, fifty five miles an hour actually. What? So they can haul ass. Yeah, I, I've up seen to a mile at a time. I've seen turkeys jump from like tree to tree and fly a little bit. Oh yeah, they get up there by flying. They don't jump branch to branch. Another fun fact: the wild turkey is actually faster than a galloping horse. What? That's yeah, that's or not. something I'd like to see. Yeah, they they can outrun a horse. All right, another turkey question. Let's go. Number three: What is a baby turkey called? A. A chick. B. A nestling. Or C. A poult. Uh, I'm gonna say a nestling. Ah, uh, was it the uh, weird one? See, a poult. Yeah, I thought Poultry. it was. Oh man. Adult male turkeys are referred to as toms. Adult female turkeys are called hens. Huh. While young male turkeys are called jakes, and young female turkeys are referred to as jennies. It's really, really odd. They yeah, it's really odd. But a, a baby turkey is just a poult. A poult. P o l t. P-O-U-L-T. Uh, okay, like culture. Okay. All right, let's break it down. Let's go uh, to the beginning of Thanksgiving. Before carrying the pilgrims to America, the Mayflower was used as a different purpose. A, a cruise liner. B, a passenger ferry. C, a battleship. Or D, a merchant vessel. I'm going to say D, a merchant vessel. 
You are correct. Right. I, think I, I think I had a good idea about that one. Yeah. The Mayflower was a, uh, a Navy vessel, and then it was a merchant vessel that like uh, mainly transported wine towards its like end before it did the uh, main hall for the Mayflower. It was a charter. Okay. And it could actually carry up to 180 tons of wine in a single hall. Damn. Decent yeah. shit. All right, I'm going to give you a 50-50 chance on the next one. We got a uh, true or false. A Thanksgiving mix-up inspired the first TV dinners. True or false? I'm going to say true. You are correct. In 1953, a Swanson employee accidentally ordered a colossal shipment of Thanksgiving turkeys. About 260 tons, to be exact. To get rid of them all, the salesman Jerry Thomas came up with an idea of filling 5,000 aluminum trays with turkey, along with cornbread dressing, gravy, peas, and sweet potatoes. They were sold for 98 cents, and they were a hit. And within one year, over 10 million were sold. Wow. 98 cents. That's a pretty good deal for that meal. 53. I mean, you're talking, that's probably equivalent to five bucks. Five bucks. Okay, yeah, yeah. still five bucks. Maybe I more. Do, I do that for five bucks. But it's not the bullshit fresh. you're getting today in a TV dinner. It's getting, like, you're getting, like, good quality stuff. Yeah, real, you know, real basically food. Basically homemade. Yeah, essentially homemade, yeah. yeah. So what, I'm two out of, like, fucking five right now? Yeah, two out of five. All right, we got number six. Which Christmas song was composed originally as a Thanksgiving song? A. Silent Night. B. Joy to the World. C. Jingle Bells. Or D. Silver Bells. I'm trying to think of like the lyrics for each of these. Let's see if there's any hint. I'm gonna say Jingle Bells. God damn! I feel like you looked some shit up when you were uh, taking your break there. No, I remember. I remember hearing something about Jingle Bells not being a, a Christmas song originally. That that was my only inclination towards that one. You're correct. James Pierpont, who originally composed the song Jingle Bells, he wrote this in 1857 for children celebrating Thanksgiving at his Boston Sunday School, and it gained popularity so quickly that it was repeated again at Christmas. And then it just happened again and again at Christmas time. Yeah, because if you think about the lyrics to that song, it's not necessarily Christmassy. It's more just wintry. Yeah, in a exactly. Way. Yeah. Now I have another true or false. How many How many questions in. are there, I was going to say? This is the last one. Last one? So is this make or break? This is it. This is the moment where we figure out if you have the Thanksgiving knowledge to pass this quiz. This is going to be a weird one. I don't know. But you got a 50-50 at it. And I wasn't going to give you this one if you didn't break even either. This is the fun part. Oh, okay. This is a bonus. This was technically a bonus. The costume of Sesame Street's Big Bird is made out of turkey feathers. True or false? Oh, man. Are you fucking with me and you just made that up? Or is that something that you came across this is a pretty good one, right? in doing the research for... Oh, huh. man. <laughs> I wonder. You're not helping me what, at all. I wonder uh, what I did with this. Because that's such a bizarre <laughs> fucking question. It is a bizarre fucking statement. Um, you know what? I'm going to say that that is false. You're fucking with me. 
It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because you weren't correct. Ah, oh, oh, no. Big Bird's suit on Sesame Street consists of turkey feathers that have been dyed yellow. Damn it. The American Plume and Fancy Feather Company is responsible for making the suit, and Big Bird is its toughest customer. Damn. His tremendous costume uses feathers from the rear end of a turkey, which are rarely clean. And apparently the crew at Sesame Street rejects 9 out of 10 feathers. Because they're full of shit? Exactly. <laughs> well, Big Bird, you're full of shit. You fucked me, and I just lost this game. You lost it, thanks, Ah, they'll be Christmas. Well, we're moving along. I'll forget my loss as we talk about some music suggestions. Matt. You got a, uh, a pretty good one for us here. Oh, yeah. The band I'm bringing to you is called Neck Deep. You might have heard of them. You might not have. They're pretty big. Um, they're a Welsh pop punk band. They formed in 2012. And uh, they're really good. I, I really enjoyed their music. Another one that I heard on Spotify and instantly added them to my playlist and got into their, their whole archive. It's consisted of Ben Barlow as the lead vocals. Philip Thorpe Evans on the bass and backing vocals, Danny Washington as the drummer, Matt West as the rhythm guitarist, and Sam Bodwin as the lead guitar. And uh, they're, they're fucking awesome. Um, the first song I'm going to play for you is my favorite one from them. It is called December, and uh, there's a few versions of it, but my favorite one is the, the rock version that has Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 in it. Definitely check the song out. Check out their, all their shit, but definitely check the song out in the video if you get a chance. It's cool. I love seeing other bands network, especially big bands network with bands that are up and coming. And yeah, uh, it's, it's always cool. cool to see those collaborations. Too. So, uh, yeah, this is December by Neck Like, I, I love the way that song has a, it, for me, I call it, like, a retro pop punk feel. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's music I, I, I grew up with in high school, I especially. Yeah, and then towards the end, it takes that Blink-182 curve where Mark does the uh, the exit chorus or whatever. And uh, um, I just love it. They wrote that part specifically trying to get him to come into it, and uh, he actually did it, which turned out to make a great fucking track. And Yeah, I really liked his part on, on that track. The next song I chose is um, it's a little softer, and it's a cool duet from the lead singer of Neck Deep and uh, a lady named Laura Whiteside. I love her vocals. It's really soft. She's like a, it's a really cool song. I'm just going to play it. It's really, I fucking love this one too. This is a part of me featuring Laura Whiteside. Neck Deep. She always have a part of me. She always have a part of me. 
just for a day when her parents were away. Now all I can do is lay in my room, fall asleep, dream of you, then wake up and do nothing about I it. for a boy who could never ever let me walk home that way, cause you gotta be safe. So hold back your fuse, we're both leaving soon. I can fall back on you, cause that's not what I do. So yeah, it's a new take like on a light a love song. I like to say it's it's really... lighter, but his his voice is definitely more like is has a harsh quality to it. But it's not like it's not bad. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's adding an emotion to the song. You know, it's a story I take the song as. And I I got I should say like I found this band like when I was going through a pretty rough time myself and like music is just so healing. Like I love shit like this, you know, it's whether true. You're, like it could be a song that has nothing to do with like what you're going through or whatever. Like but like music is just so great. Like you could just dive in and like imagine like I wonder what inspired him to write this or what do those lyrics really mean? Like I don't know. It's just songs like this. I fucking love. I love to dive in and see what I can come up with thinking about them. Yeah, they're and they're good. They're definitely one that I'm gonna be adding to my personal Spotify along with our uh, our American Slacker Spotify list. Oh yeah. So the band that I'm talking about is Boys Night Out. They are a band out of Burlington, Ontario, Canada, and they've they're a band that I've listened to for a long time. I, I've really enjoyed their album that i'm going to play a song from uh their album train wreck it has oh, yeah. they're they're an emo post hardcore i guess is yeah how you can kind of describe them they're great i fucking love them i, I they're very lyric their lyrics are very i don't know they tell a story uh, a lot like mm. the band we were just talking about neck deep i've always enjoyed these guys they've put out really interesting uh riffs with their like guitars and shit it's it's not go it never goes where i expect it to go whenever i hear them yeah. uh put something out so like i said the first album train wreck it tells a story about a guy who murders his wife in his sleep and then all the stuff that he goes through after that and i i've always enjoyed listening to that album so the first one from train wreck that i'm gonna play is called recovering so here's Recovering by Boys Night Out. Boys Night Out, and that's that's a song from an older album called Trainwreck, and that was uh, that came out in two thousand five, 
So like I said, it, it was a it was a while ago since that one came out, but it's always been a favorite of mine, which is why I want to make sure I played a track from it. And I can't oh, even yeah. say that that was my favorite track because the whole album is sort of uh, it. You can play it all throughout from track one to the last track, and it plays out like a story, as I was saying before. So I can't even sit there and be like, "Oh, this is my favorite track from Trainwreck." It's like, no, Trainwreck is like it's my favorite album by Boys Night Out. Yeah, I always enjoy it when there's a, a more of a depth to the album. Right. And I mean, they, the thing that's weird is they've had a lot of change in terms of uh, band members and stuff like that. They've had some members that have dropped out. People have dropped out and come back. Now, actually, the lead singer is in a new band called Pale Drone. And if you want to check huh. them out, they're playing a show on the 24th in Hamilton, Ontario at the Casbah. So go check out Pale Drone as well. But the last new thing that they put out was in the spring of last year they released black dogs uh which is the name of the album and i'm gonna play a song from black dogs called prayed all wrong and that as i said was released in 2016 so this is prayed all wrong by boys night out And it sort of has, like, the it's their newer stuff, because it's from last year, and it sounds sort of, it has, like, an Armor for Sleep sound to it, almost. Yeah, I, I hear that, yeah. That echoey, really like sort it. of, uh, enchanting, I don't know, it's, it, it definitely rings similar to the stuff that they, uh, had on, like, Trainwreck, and their earlier albums. Yeah. They even have stuff, like, if you go back even further, you can listen to, like, I Got Punched in, the. Uh, face for stick or my nose for sticking my face in other people's business which is like one of the earliest earliest tracks that one sounds very very different from like what we just played and prayed all wrong so you can they're a band that's had like so much out that you can hear them like change over evolve time. <laughs> yeah i always enjoy seeing an artist change over the years well and it's tough because sometimes you don't enjoy it because what they end mm, up true. playing is like very very different but this is a case where i where i am enjoying it yeah, true. I mean, well, they're under all kinds of pressure. I mean, they get put on a label, and then their shit gets changed a little bit by producers. Right, and it's my, a hard battle. My dad put it really nicely at one point when we were talking about music. He said, "You know, when a band puts out their first album, it's all the stuff they've been working on up till they got signed, and then when they put out their second album, it's usually the label pushing them to put out a new album. So then you end up mm. having them forcing a lot of the stuff. So the first album's usually better than the second album, and then like." Who knows where it goes from there? 
but I, I've been yeah. enjoying what they're doing. I gotta check out Pale Drone now. The uh, yeah, the I'm curious too. Band. I'm curious. That's the uh, music suggestions for our episode. Hope you check them out. Uh, one way to do that is over on our Spotify, where Matt oh, curates yeah. a nice little list of all the bands that we suggest to you guys. Oh yeah, we'll hand those out. The plugs. Hopefully you're not too full yet, because it's time for your dessert. And, uh, let me start you off with a course of uh, Facebook. Check out our Facebook. Go to the American Slackers group. You can take part in all kinds of crazy fucking conversations. Put something in there to instigate some some funny shit. I love it. Been having a lot of fun with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And uh, also stop by the Instagram. We've put up all of our promos for each episode and uh, some other funny shit. And don't forget to stop by the main hub, AmericanSlackerPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. You can also find all of our episodes, including our bonus content, on YouTube. If you like the video format for all that shit. Please rate and review us on iTunes, five stars or nothing, and tell a friend to listen to the show. Those who want to find new slackers out there. Oh yeah. And uh, speaking of slackers, if any of you slackers want to send us an email... Just hit us up at americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to hear some of the tunes, including the ones we covered on this episode, again, go to Spotify. Search American Slacker Podcast. You'll be fucking rocking out in no time. We got a solid selection now. We got to be up to like four hours. It's packed. And remember, you can become a Patreon sponsor of the show, which we would really appreciate. We got some rewards up there on our Patreon uh, page. You can go to patreon.com slash americanslackerpodcast. And you'll get a shout-out at the beginning of the show, along with a bunch of other stuff that we're going to be working on. we got some content we've released on there just for you slackers that have become Patreon slackers. Oh, yeah, and a lot of, a lot more content to come in the new year, especially. We're working on some cool ideas, and uh, we're excited to get it out to you. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. And don't forget to check us out on our personal shit. You can find me on Instagram at MWG Media, on Snapchat, and my gamer tag at Natty G from HP. And I'm on Instagram and Snapchat and my gamer tag, all under Landers the Plane. Alrighty, people. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, don't eat too much turkey. Space yourself. Give time in between servings, alright? Take a nap. Take it easy. I'm gonna go get some turkey. And uh, until next time. That's it. There you go. We start out the recording with a verb. <laughs> I don't know why. Clear it, it out. out.